Blog Talk Radio. Why don't you come on out to the Hey Girls Americana Radio Show, hosted by Song River and Carol Pacey of Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers. All coming to you live on KWOD Independent Internet Radio, broadcasting from the Ice House Tavern in Phoenix, Arizona. All sound recorded and mixed by Vintage Note Records. Come on out, check out the show, and then visit the website at blogtalkradio.com backslash KWOD radio. We'll see y'all out there. Hey, it's that time. And it is Tuesday, of course, it's a special show, so that's why we're here early today. We're here today on Tuesday instead of Wednesday. And we've got a special guest calling in, and we're going to talk about the Film Stock Film Festival. And uh, we're in Arizona, and apparently the Film Stock is in a couple different towns. Uh, and we'll talk more about that in a minute. And while we're waiting for him to call in, I wanted to talk about some things that we have coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow we have a show at 5.30 again, our usual time. Uh, my pleasure to bring in Tom Levine. He is a an author of, uh, he's really getting some gritty stuff, some, you know, teen issues. Uh, and, you know, the bullying and the cyber bullying, and uh, he also gets into zombies. So, <laughs> you know, like, what does that have to do with anything? Well, you never know, because you know what? People are sometimes monsters, and so that's what he says. Uh, we'll talk to him tomorrow again, 530. Uh, again, same bat channel, same bat time. And on Saturday, I'm really hoping that you guys will definitely come on out for the holiday author event. It's going to be at the Press Room, which is on Jackson Street, right downtown Phoenix. Uh, lots of room. Uh, it costs like it doesn't cost anything to get in at all. Um, and if you register early, I should get a free gift bag and with lots of goodies in it. Um, the, the parking is five dollars, but you know it's definitely well worth it to come in as and meet. Um, yes. Approximately 60 um, authors are going to be coming out, and we're excited to be one of them. <laughs> so I'll be there all day from 10 in the morning to 6 to 4 in the afternoon, and uh, we'll have books out. We have some new stuff to look at. Um, obviously, we'll have free newspapers. You know, the Wild newspaper is going to be there. Obviously, if I'm there, the Wild's there. Uh, it's kind of like connected to my heart. And my my bones and whatever else. So uh, definitely come on out and get a free newspaper. Uh, talk to me. I will be running a very short show that day just to introduce everyone to some different things going on. And I'm excited to have everyone on board. So definitely come on out on, on that day. And what else we have coming up here? Next Tuesday, we've got another show. Uh, but before that, we got obviously... The next space show with Alan Joe, which is every Sunday at 7 p.m., um, where we talk about manned space flight and uh, getting us back on, you know, back to the moon and just settling in space. On Tuesday, um, again, we'll have another uh, special show December 9th on Tuesday, 5.30, Cryer Cooper, author, uh, ballerina. She's got some fiction stories out there based on ballerina and I know as a, as a little girl I always wanted to be one uh, that and a princess so 
uh, you know, I became a princess because, you know, I write about them. But I never did, was able to become a ballerina. So that in mind, we'll be talking to Greyer next Tuesday. Uh, Friday the 12th is, is Mesa's second Friday. Uh, we'll be out, uh, you know, having books and newspapers again, free newspapers. Um, and then on the 13th is Central uh, Library uh, is going to have going to be hosting uh, T.M. Williams on the marketing class. She'll have her books, her marketing and sales books to to sign, autograph, and buy, and find out and pick her brain and find out more about marketing, not just for books, because there is a chapter in there about uh, selling books for authors, but mostly about marketing in general, and so something a lot of people don't know about. On the 17th at 8 p.m., there will be, a, again, the Hey Girls Americana show, uh, 8 to 10, and that will be on the 17th. So without further ado, we got James on the line, or at least I hope that's James. Is that you, James? That's me. That's me. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Uh been kind of a gloomy day today, which you know, uh, I'm not sure where you're at right now. Are you in, in Arizona right now? Uh huh. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I live here. I heard. Oh, okay. Because I know you have to get around for the film stock. You got. Yeah, you that's got right. Yeah, we're in four states. So. Wow, huh? <laughs> so, uh, you know, you got Albuquerque, New Mexico. In September, you get Denver, Colorado in October. Hopefully, this information is right. Uh, Salt Lake City, Utah in November, and of course, Tempe in December. Um, probably That's a right. good thing That's because awesome. you know we don't have we don't have snow here, so we we don't not not in the valley anyway. Right, not here in Tempe. So there you go. That's the reason why you should have the the film stock here in Tempe, Arizona in December. I really wanted reason. to have the first film festival snowball fight, though. I thought that would be pretty awesome. I don't think they have that at <laughs> yet. But we'll just wait for you know global warming to take its reverse toll, and then you know we'll have the nuclear snow come down, and then we'll be making all sorts of weird films, and that'll be a whole other event. So. <laughs> Who knows, you know, because it does look really gloomy today. So it's like, and I know it's snowing somewhere. <laughs> You know, I like definitely the it's um you know it, it's refreshing like I'm I'm from the Midwest originally I'm from ah. northern Chicago land area and um there's something really sentimental to me about the the gloomy days um you know I I'm not saying that I'd love to live in Portland obviously I'm here for a variety of reasons whether being one of them but every now and then it kind of reminds you that not every day looks the same. And it's one of those things where being sick makes you makes feeling better feel even better type of thing. So I can appreciate it from time to time. Oh, sure. Especially it's something different here. So, you know, we, we can always take a little, you know, take some rain was always nice. <laughs> well, what rain here is like rain's angry. You know, it's like the passive aggressive. Oh, yeah, I know. It's just like, holy pores, man. It's like, what's wrong? Nothing. What's wrong? Nothing. What's wrong? Nothing. It's like that with rain here. It's like, you want to rain? Nope. You want to rain? Nope. 
You want to read? Nope. And then the one month where it does, it's like, fine, here it is. And it just, it just pours it all on you. I know. People die and you know, cars get turned over in the, in the flood and it's just insane. And, and it's not funny to be in either. You're, We're just dramatic. We're dramatic here in Arizona. Yeah, I know. Like you, anywhere else in the country, you stand outside. It's a nice drizzle. You know, you should stick your tongue out. Uh, you out here, you go outside. It looks like it's the end of the world in interstellar. It looks like you are going yeah. to be sucked up in Noah's flood if you stand out if you stand out there too long. Crazy. I know. It's kind of weird. And of course, you know, most of the time it's sunny, but you know, here then then it just gets to the opposite. I know we're talking about the weather, but you know, honestly, people like to talk about the weather. Yeah, well, it's a, <laughs> it, it happens to everyone, you know. Like it, 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 it's, right? it's one of the great levelers because whether you make a lot of money or you make a little bit of money, whether you're super athletic or super out of shape or you know, whatever walk of life you're in, you're never gonna escape the weather. Um, so. It's, <laughs> You know, it seems mundane, but it's a great way to get people on the same page. And until they invent something other than weather, you know, people are going to talk about it. Yeah, that's true. And we already have a caller, so let me plug you in and see if they have any other questions. Because I know we have lots of things to talk about, the difference, uh, obviously, the movies we're going to see. And, uh, you know, a little more detail on, on the yeah, thing. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I'm not a meteorologist, though, so I don't know that I can field a lot of questions about it. So. <laughs> right, you don't know about that, but you know what movies you're going to be showing, so there you go. So let's see. That's right. That's right. Hello. Hello, it's Song River. How are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> hey, lady, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I was listening to you guys talk about the weather. And, I yeah, know. Where's the snow? <laughs> Sounds like a like the makings of a riveting interview, doesn't it? Like, what did they talk about? Oh, the weather. It was ridiculously interesting. <laughs> but you know, he did really well with it. <laughs> hey, we all have to have our things that we handle well, and, and James handles film, PR, and weather. There we go. Well, I, I wouldn't say that I take it by storm. Oh, nope. but I don't nope. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> You're going to go to jail for that. You know that, right? <laughs> I hope so. Uh, James, it's good to hear your voice this evening. I know um, Phoenix is anticipating this Film Stock Film Festival that's coming up. Um, what year is this again that you guys are in? This will be the festival's sixth year. Um, wow. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Technically the fifth anniversary, so it's weird because you know year zero technically is the first year, so it's weird to do the counting. But it will be the sixth annual um, film stock uh, if you're counting them annually. <laughs> and uh, that six years is that six years here in Tempe or? Just yeah, yeah. So started here. Um, and I've only been running it. This is my third year running. Uh, before then, I was a filmmaker, and so I had a lot of movies in film stock. Um, and Jeremy Clayton and Ryan Pearson, the founders, decided they wanted to go back into making movies, and they said, "Hey, you really seem to like this thing I did. I volunteered at it every single time. I, um, you know, I was always trying to recruit other filmmakers to submit their films. I was." the biggest fanboy of the thing because it's <laughs> something cool about film stock is it just has this aura about it that the founders set up that kind of transcends any one individual. 
Um, and you get a real sense of community, a real sense of spirit. And, you know, we tend to gravitate towards films that have that about them where you can really get a clear idea of what those creative visionaries have to say. And they say it really, really well. Um, and it's a great place to get inspired if you're an artist yourself or a filmmaker yourself. And if you're not, it's a great place to come and see things that you will just not have the ability to see anywhere else. Right. How many um, different films are going to be showed um, all together this year? So all together, we're going to be playing 45 short films wow. over this three-day weekend. Um, and 39 of those are you know, part of the show Official, and then there's an additional six that we're calling the film stock Flashback. So on Friday, um, earlier in the day, because we're right in the middle of Mill Avenue um, this weekend, December 57th, which is the same weekend as the Tempe Festival of the Arts. So there's going to be about a quarter million people just walking by the theater and we're going to start the whole <laughs> festival with a free showing of some of our favorite selections of shorts um, across the last six years. So if you count those, great idea. Uh, a total of great idea. Yeah, that is a great idea to bring in some new stock, so to speak. Yeah, it's like Here, a, you're bringing you know, a new stock. It's like a box of chocolates. Records, you yeah. never know what you're going to get, and you're going to like a few. So. <laughs> And you're bringing in brand new people, so you know by offering you know to open it up and showing some of your favorites uh when you know you can possibly get some more people on there uh that's a great thing to do yeah well we we hope yeah. so we're we're trying a lot of new things this year, you know being in the middle of a really crowded festival is another one of those new things. Um, we've always been at the College Tempe Cinemas over on Elliott and McClintock. We're not there this year, so if you're tuning in, that's not where we are. Um, uh, and and there's, it's a great theater, but there's not a lot to do around it, unfortunately. So we thought that we would go to Mill and you know see if that was a better environment to have a fest. And so far, we've had a really great response. Um, towards it. I'm anticipating just a really solid turnout this year and um, we just have no idea what to anticipate when it comes to being right in the middle of this huge arts festival, which has been really accommodating, yeah. um, helping us get exposure uh, within it. So there's really good people who run this fest. And it's a cool thing because for all the filmmakers who are coming in from out of town, we have some people coming in from New Mexico, we have some people coming in from California, we have some people coming in from Wyoming. They'll have things to do during the day between screenings as well, because there'll be 700 other artists right there on Mill Avenue that they can um, interact with. So it'll be a really great time. Hey James, yeah, can I dig back here just a little bit and um, kind of see maybe where a starting point might have been? Um, I don't know if we crossed paths back then, but um, you're familiar with James Earl Jones, correct? I am familiar with Coach McGillis. Do you know Matthews as well? You know what? I'm sorry? Do you know Matthew, his brother? I have met Mr. Uh, Matthew Earl Jones, yeah. Okay. So going going back to that point in time, gosh, I want to say that that was what, during the 90s when Matthew was here and he was trying to establish a film um, market of sorts where people could come together and work. And from what I understand, different things happened and different things occurred politically here in Arizona over and transpired over the last few years. How is it then 
for you guys now coming in in these last five, six years, how has it affected you, the things that have happened since that point in time in Arizona and the laws that have been passed? I am really sorry. I'm getting a lot of echo, so it's really hard for me to pick out um, your question. What was it one more time? From the from the point of when Matthew was sick and he was trying to establish his own film place here in Arizona, mm-hmm. we had a lot of things transpire politically. And since that point in time, how has that affected your industry when you came in and what you've been trying to do? Not a lot, to be honest with you. Not from my end. Um, I am just a tradition. So we get our content from all over the world. We have a lot of films from Europe. We have a lot of films from the rest of the United States. We have some films from Asia. So wherever they get made, they can be shown here, and people can come meet and mingle here. Um, what I can tell you is that there's a lot of activity in New Mexico and Utah. And ironically, well, not ironically, but um, those are the states that have some of the most lucrative tax incentives. So their communities there are really united. Um, their commissioners are really active and a huge proponent not only for the industry, like the union, but also for the community, the people who um, either do it on a pro, semi-pro, or you know just a very passionate level. And you see these people all work together. The only thing that I've seen that um, makes it different out here is that without a really strong centralized leadership for the industry as a whole in Arizona, um, the only thing that I see here that's different, and Colorado is much the same way, is it's very segmented, and it tends to be that the different groups, right, the people who are completely indie and trying to get angel investors and the people who are indie and trying to get California for their money and then the people who are union and work out here for, um, you know, SAG gigs and PGA gigs for, you know, the big commercials and whatnot. So three completely different groups. None of them talk to each other and they all look at each other in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, that sounds kind of like Arizona in general works too. So, so from a community standpoint, that's pretty much the major way that it's been affecting us is that there really isn't a centralized resource um, here as much as we would like there to be. I mean, there's organizations that are working really hard. The APA is one of them, um, and they're doing a great job with what they do. But when you look at uh, the role of a commissioner and what they've been able to do in states like New Mexico and Utah, um, right. you know, that's where I see a little bit of comparison, at least in you know my world because we're in those states as well. Understand, understand, and uh, the the uh, the arts overall could be a whole discussion of fra- of fracture um, here in, in Arizona, unfortunately. Who who all are you bringing with you um, this year? Who all is working with you? I know uh, you had mentioned Hal um, was working with you. Who else? Um, like from a staff perspective? Yes. Um, so we have a big team now. It's well, <laughs> It's actually really cool because it's so big that I don't even know everyone who's involved anymore, which, which is great. Um, it's a really good place to be. Um, when I was in one of our one of our, uh, I know this isn't a question, but I will get there. I promise. Um, we had a panel in New Mexico, and I looked at the program to see who was on the panel because I didn't really know. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't chosen by me. I just kind of 
coordinate this whole thing. And, you know, we have a really great leadership team. Um, we have Cassandra Nicholson, who's organizing the Arizona event at large. We have Melissa Farley, who is an actress here in the Valley and an entertainment producer over at Arizona Central. But she's also um, running our actors program at Filmstock. So she is putting together the actors showcase on Saturday night where 18 Arizona actors are going to get up on stage and perform live. So wow. it's not a film portion of the film festival, it's a live acting event. Um, again, uh, I didn't choose those people at all, which is great. Um, not that I don't like choosing people, but it's just cool to see it grow to a point where people are working on projects within the platform of this fest. Um, it's kind of a proud pop moment, if you will. Um, so Melissa's on leadership. Um, we had a screening team of about 15 people who watched the 1,100 submissions that we got this year. So, again, we're showing 39 films in the festival proper um, out of 1,100 submissions. So you're getting the cream of the crop. And it took a lot of people a whole lot of time um, to go through those. Kevin Kittle with Red Carpet Rep um, is another really huge help. And then, of course, Hal, um, Ashville and Dee, um, just disposable, uh, just such a great help. Uh, to to help us you know qualify some of these films because there are just too many good films to put in and I know that's super cliche and everyone says that but we had a lot of um, fights over what films should we shouldn't get into the best this year which is a good problem to have. James, I'm uh, sorry to to interrupt here for a second. Uh, we've got a, uh, somebody on the chat saying that they're also hearing your uh, apparently a, a looping sound. Are either of you yeah. hearing any? Yeah, it's really bad. The echoing is bad. Yeah, I don't know what it I is. Don't hear, I don't on hear it at all. Are you guys, do you guys have on Blog Talk at the same time here? No, I don't or have you it just... on. Okay. I just How about you, James? Okay. Um, I hear I hear from hmm. but I just dialed into the number and pressed one. So. Okay, so it must be, have, must be coming through the particular line. real quick? Um, you can, yeah, you can try, uh, if it's also ha- happening to, cause I don't hear it at all. So that's just, just a strange thing about it. Is this happening? Uh, so it's got to be coming. Yeah, it must be on the phone line. And I, I have heard some people say that when they're on the cell phone, that they, they get this echoing sound. But apparently the... Somebody, you know, is uh, they are listening and saying that there's a problem. Uh, are your computer speakers on? No, I don't have a computer. Tell you what, I'll on. try calling. Uh, I'll try calling in from another line real quick. If that's okay with you. Sure. That's let great. Me, let me let me do it while I'm on the line on this one. Hopefully, the transition is seamless. How's that? Okay. <laughs> so there you go. You get live technical difficulties for your for your show. That's uh. You get the weather, you you get the difficulties, all sorts of big stuff. Okay, let's see if if it's cleared up. Um, Question. Okay. I don't know. Okay.
Hello, Hello, this is Kaywood. This is James. This is James. Okay, so we need to get off of the one line. Let's try here. I just hung up on the other line. Yeah, and I hear, my, I hear my echo again. <laughs> okay, hang on. That one just dropped. Is uh, how about that? Well, let's give it a try. Aha! I don't hear myself. Oh, nope. Yes, I do. Okay. It sounds like you have me playing <laughs> back on... Do you have me playing back on some sort of monitor? No, no, because somebody said, do you have your speakers on? No, I don't have any speakers on. I don't have mm. the camera on. don't have anything other than the the one headset. So... And it's it's not when I'm talking. It's more when when you guys are talking. Yep, it's just yeah. when I talk. So I, I don't hear it now. I I went ahead and turned my speakers down as much as I can and still hear you. And I still hear myself. So it's something with the phone line, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I have a question on from someone saying that they are interested in attending a one uh, one day. Is that possible? Oh yeah, so we show um, uh, our our blocks are all ninety minute blocks of short films, and you can choose just like going to any movie, you can choose which one you want to go to. Um, it's ten dollars a showing, and uh, you also get an all access pass on our website if you'd like. Yeah, I actually already gave. Okay, good. As I gave them uh, your obviously your direct uh, website information, so that way that's what he's looking at. And so he's he's yeah he says he's in California, but he uh, interested in coming in. And uh, he thought maybe you had something up on. Let me go back here. On uh, Industry Magazine, he said he might have read something about it. Yep, that's right. So yep, Industry Magazine is one of our sponsors. They're helping us run our parties on Saturday night in particular and Sunday night as well for our award show. Um, Joseph James and Jan Nicole um, over there are super helpful, not only helping us promote the fest, but they're also going to help us run like our red carpet um, right before the final showing and um, photography in front of our photography and all sorts of stuff. Okay. And anything else on the website that I noticed you have a drama salad. <laughs> what in the world is that? Drama salad is a uh, it is a mixed uh, tossed assortment of dramatic films and or dramatic shorts rather. So you just get um, dramatic shorts, across a variety of genres, time periods, settings. Um, and we're just really one of our most powerful films, and that's how we end most of our fests is with a nice, solid drama block. But, you know, drama doesn't really give the block justice because we have such a variety and really such a, a, a large array of genres that these uh, really dramatic stories fit in. So that's what we just call it, drama salad. Um, croutons not included on the side. <laughs> And what about the dressing? <laughs> That's the after party, dear. That's the after party. <laughs> okay. Huh? 
And any questions other than that, Tom Song? Um, well, obviously, it's gonna be right. we know. I'm sorry, uh, Lori, you are it's breaking up something awful, and I don't know why. Okay, I was um, going to ask him when the dates are, because I don't think we brought that up yet. December 5th, December 7th, this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, on Harkin uh, Valley Arts down on Mill Avenue. And do you have you the, um, the the nights of the are the nights divided up by genres or how is that working? So we have showings like I said, ninety minutes starting at five o'clock on Friday, one p.m. on Saturday, three p.m. on Sunday. Um, our full schedule is there, and we have an animated block. We have a block of what we call the darker side of shorts, which is either a little bit of horror or just really like gritty films. Um, we have two documentary books, so if you're a big fan of docs, check them out. Um, we have one made by a local group called Be With Me, and it's wow, a 45-minute awesome. yeah, doc about autism, so it's, it's really compelling. That's fantastic. Wow. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to the weekend. It's going to be a great weekend for uh, lots of good film. Yeah. Uh, and right downtown Tempe, where everything's going to be happening this weekend. Yes, it's going to yes. be a, it's going to be a big weekend down there, and the weather looks good too. To end on a weather note. <laughs> and if you, were, you know, the cool part about our this year is that we have more filmmakers coming up than ever before. So you'll have a lot of opportunities to meet mainly with the people whose films you watch, which is a really just a terrific experience for me anyway. I think for the audience as well. Do um, James real quick? Do um, if you can hear me with the feedback. Um, the filmmakers that come to this one are they are they filmmakers then that will take their film on to the next film festival and so on and so on, kind of like on a circuit to show them. How does that work? We pick, we pick four award-winning films from every festival to move on to the next three events. I'd love to just play all of them everywhere, but we don't have that much screen time, so we reserve it for four very special films at the end of the fest, um, and we keep everything into consideration, audience choice and whatnot, and, uh, and that's how we pick those top four. But the filmmakers who come, you know, their their films are really calling cards for their visions, either for future films in the future or just about themselves and their smile and um, about what kind of film they want to make for the rest of their lives or at least for the next 10 years. And they're at a really vibrant, interesting phase in their lives and careers. And not I don't, I don't mean just from an age standpoint either because some of our filmmakers are as young as 50 years old. Um, who just decided they were going to make the film and start a career, and they do, and they do really well. Um, so you get people who are just out there on the hustle, and people who have made a really condensed, really amazing, superb short film and short story, and really poured their heart and soul out onto the blank canvas of the digital medium, if you will. And then, I think that's, that, that is fantastic, and it's sensed by everybody in the audience, those who do put this passion and art and soul into what they're creating. Um, I have one last question. I'm going to get off because the feedback's driving me crazy. Um, James, what was the first film that you saw that you can remember that really pulled you into this passion of, of being a film geek? Ooh. 
if I had to go way back, uh-huh. back uh-huh. it's not as it's not as niche of a film as, as like a, a good hipster would say. But, but if I'm being honest, I started really just understanding how different and fun and interesting to be with the movie Unbreakable. I've really? never seen. Yeah, yeah. It kind of. I grew up on Disney and really just. I, I love Disney movies. Correctly. Not knocking Disney movies at all. They're uh, Aladdin, Prince Ali, Mighty Alia Bible. I love that stuff. Okay. Um, but I really started to understand that film could do so much more when I watched movies like Unbreakable. The Matrix obviously inspires me a lot. And then when I started. Um, Back into the classics like you know The Godfather, and then going a little bit more esoteric and really exploring David Lynch films. Um, that's when I was like, wow, there's some there's some really powerful thoughts out there. There's, there are people who are on the Ernest Hemingway level, if you will, uh, who are making movies. It's really cool to be able to see what these guys have to say about life and the world around them. Um, and um, I just love being part of that I conversation. But I love, I love seeing everyone's point of view as well as they come in and make their film success. And just seeing the wide variety that's out there and the really powerful plot really gets me. That's fantastic. And you can, I know the first time I met you, you could definitely see in your eyes and in, in your body language that film is something you're very, very passionate about. And um, it's, Nice to be around, and um, I'm sure this film festival is going to do very well with everything going on and that you've put together, and the original bits and pieces that are making this shine. So um, I'm looking forward to it, and um, I'm sure the rest of Phoenix and those coming up from California, New Mexico, Colorado, Utah, and who knows, maybe even Europe, um, are all going to be really in for a treat. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, James. Appreciate it. I'm going to get off and let you guys finish up. Okay. So, James, I got you on myself. That's right. <laughs> uh, I wanted her to come on because, again, she, she you know, she loves people who are passionate about what they do. And that's when she said, you know, you really have to get James on here and I and of course, I definitely like to showcase anyone who's doing doing really good stuff in the community. So, uh, thank you so much for doing that. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on tonight. No problem. Well, you at least got somebody from some people from California, by the way, who are coming out. So there you go. We <laughs> we at least well, made something we, happen, we, even if that goes bad. <laughs> we, we love. I love Californians. They're they're people too most of the time. Um, no, yeah, I, I, yeah. I love LA. You know, and I'm sure anyone living in LA listening would would agree with me. Living in LA seems to me like it would be living like group therapy with four million people. Like it's it's just such an interesting place to be. Actually, um, are you are you trying to wrap me up, or do I have time for another bottle of time or where are we at? No, go ahead. Oh, okay, cool. So I have this theory that I want your opinion on, okay? It's about living in L.A. and places like it. It's called the rule of inverse parking. Um, and the way well, I, don't, I, don't live in a, I don't live in L.A., but okay. No, Go yeah, I, I know, but you'll, 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 you'll know what I'm talking about. So the, <laughs> the 
amount of free parking, or, or rather, the lack of free parking available to you is directly proportional to the amount of drama you experience in your life. So the more, like the more, like the more poles, the more, um, the more parking meters, the more parking garages, and you know, really, really small curbs that you that you live around. Your life is just going to tend to be more dramatic, I think. And I'm not because of the parking, but I think it's just what happens with those things. And then you go out to the suburbs, there's you know, plenty of free parking all over the place. You know, life is a little bit more um, static, if you will. And I, I just love going out to L.A. because I get an adventure every time because of my rule of parking. But I don't know that I'd want to live there. You know, maybe I'll end up there. I say the same thing about San Francisco is really bad. If you think L.A. bad, oh, San Francisco yeah. is twenty times worse. And then uh, went to L. I went to New York not not too long ago and was freaking amazed by people do doing the parking lot thing in every nook and cranny they possibly could. In hydraulics that lift up the car and, and place it as if it's stacking them. Uh, <laughs> it, it it totally freaked me out, man. <laughs> As a fiction author, I'm going like, why? You know, do you have to have so many cars? Do we have to have cars? Because you know, if, if you've got to stack them in a I, corner somewhere, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I thought about what it would take to just go completely on a on a bicycle. And it's tough out here in the summers, but during the winters, I think if I if I really just was dedicated to it and planned my life around, um, you know, the time it takes to get somewhere on a bike, and I could, you know, because you think about it, like 90% of the time, you can carry whatever you want to carry in a backpack. Um, you strap that sucker on, on, onto you, you get on a bike, and as long as you have 40 minutes to get where it needs to take you 10, you know, you're, you're good, and it's healthy, and it's... it's you know, environmentally friendly and all that, and it's um, I don't know, like you don't have to worry about gas and oil and insurance and all that stuff. So I debate from time to time on where in my life can I really cut back from the luxuries, the Western luxuries that I've gotten used to, and you know, really have to make my life a little bit more economical, you know, and, and, and good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I don't know. There's no real good answer, but you know, I think that in Arizona we're not we're kind of spread out. Where what I'm saying is, like in New York, for instance, in San Francisco. I mean, honestly, you could probably get there faster in a bike than trying to drive. Uh, just the sheer amount of time just to take this to car off your out these hydraulics has got to be at least time consuming there. Uh, I mean, it sounded like Transformer movie when I was, you know, walking around the corner. I, I'm going like, what, what the heck is that noise? And I, I go around the corners and I'm just in shock that these cars are being picked up and put into like hydraulics and, and moved. I just yeah, it's stacked, seriously, literally stacked. I go, <laughs> okay. I just, I just obviously turned around the co- in the corner and and went into Transformer Land, but 
It was uh, good. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, and and I would think in New York, especially, uh, you know, with their tra- public transportation, honestly, it's probably easier just to put a bike on the on the bus and drive, you know, because you know you can go through in between the cars who are sitting there waiting for traffic. So uh, in some instances, it'd be a lot less stressful. <laughs> Knowing that you guys should get to where you're going and not stuck in a car somewhere. Yep. Uh, I've, yep. I've had that thought from time to time as well. <laughs> so that's what you wanted to talk about was parking, huh? Interesting. I would love to see the, I really to see to the movie that you put out. The, <laughs> it, it's, really, it's really hard to talk because of the... Um, Feedback, so it's almost easier for me. Um, uh, if you're listening, if you're listening, can can you hear me? Can you hear me pretty well, or are you are you having this feedback when I'm talking? James. Oh no, I can hear you pretty well. I'm sorry, I thought you were talking to the listeners out there for the chat. No, I can hear no, you great. No, no I don't. Okay. I hear myself talking back to me whenever I talk. Yeah, I, I think it has something to do with the particular uh, some cell phone to that. Um, oh, right, 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 now now I'm to... of, um, right now I'm calling you off of VoIP. I switched off of my cell phone for that reason. Um, ah, but and we're yeah. still getting oh. that. We'll, we'll press on. So what? Uh, so Patty, what? What other? What other things would you be curious about if you were venturing to film festival land? What? Uh, what? What would some of your inquiries be? Hmm. Well, I know you've got a really cool variety. You got a good variety, and uh, well, I guess the question would be if if you're getting a ticket for the entire day. Uh, am I going to see a variety of movies, or are you trying to pull pull, pull them all together? Well, like I said, they're ninety-minute blocks, so you're going to get whatever the genre of that block. So, like we have a doc block at three p.m. on uh, Saturday, Sunday. Um, we have an animated block at five, and then seven p.m. on Friday. Um, we have a um, kind of a comedic, fast and fun block uh, Saturday night. So each of these different events are their own articulated events. You can get an all-access pass which gets you into any show that you want. Um, and the and the, you know, the different blocks are just going to give you, you know, give or take five minutes, 90 minutes worth of whatever that genre is. So it really is about what you like. So if you like the gritty stuff, you want to go to our animation block and get some pretty gritty fun there. And then if you want to um, to some really controversial, fun filmmaking, you want to go to the 9 p.m. block on Friday night, which is the darker side of short. Yeah, yeah. So there's a little bit more horror going on uh, in, in that, or some darker ideas, huh? Well, darker ideas, and it's, it's just kind of like the more of a girl with a dragon tattoo feel. Um, things that will okay. leave you being bad. But so bad it's good. Um, and some of them that are, some of them that are just have a really dark sense of humor. Like we have uh, uh-huh. we have one movie called Mr. Bear, which we're closing the um, Friday night out with, and that's a story about 
uh, a grandpa who's late on the way to his uh, grandkids' house, and you know his wife's nagging him the whole time about being lost. His car breaks down in front of a mechanic shop, and he goes in to try and uh, negotiate somebody helping him fix his car. He walks into a situation where he's mistaken for a cleaner, somebody who cuts up a body and cleans up a really bloody murder. Um, so it's it's just a really fun movie with a great premise, and they follow it through really really well. Um, a, a terrific movie. Really worth coming out for. Wow. Um, on the after showcase on Saturday, what can we expect to see at that one? Well, what we really wanted to do was to, number one, celebrate the actors, but give the audience a really unique experience, um, which is what it's like to be a film actor. And wouldn't it be cool if you could watch a bunch of them um, in kind of an America's Got Talent format where there's you up there, they're doing a two to five minute um, monologue or routine piece based on whether or not the script or a um, single person doing a monologue. Uh, you get to see them doing that in front of you. And then we have a live on stage director uh, that we're bringing in from New Mexico. Uh, and she's going to be giving them live direction. You get to see quite a audition process, essentially, like, and it's really entertaining. I was really nervous about running this last show. It's a weird experiment. Um, and I was like, I don't know if this is going to really Because, you know, can you get like 18 people in open mic, essentially? Who knows what's going to happen, right? And so what we found is that these people prepared really well. They worked really hard. It was a, it was a really great show. And it was actually... One of the best received portions of the film festival. Again, really different and really fun to experience. If you want to go, if you're a film festival veteran, or even if you're going to film festivals, come out to the Arizona Showcase Saturday evening at 7 p.m. September 6th at the Harkin Valley Art on Mill Avenue in Tempe. Uh, don't miss it. Don't miss it. And on um, nominating a pro. You've got, uh, obviously, how do we go about doing that? Do we have to be there to dominate? Um, or no, that's close. We... So we have a we have an award called the Barry E. Wallace Award, and it's a citizenship award that we give out to somebody in the film community who goes above and beyond uh, the call of duty when it comes to um, helping out their you know, fellow film people. Also being really good. Mm-hmm. And so we have um, okay. a final nominees right now, and um, the winner will be announced on Sunday night at the 9 p.m. awards after-party show. Don't miss it. Awesome. <laughs> well, that's again, everyone, you need to you know check out the website, which is filmstockfilmfestival.com. That's filmstockfilmfestival.com. And do you happen to have a Facebook page? We do. It is facebook.com slash filmstockfilmfest. And are you on Twitter? We are, but it's it's pretty much just what the Facebook feed is. But if you really want it, go to um, at filmstocking. There we go. You guys got the information. You got the website. You got the the, the things that are being shown. Uh, at different time slots, and so you have absolutely no freaking excuse to not uh, go out and see this because you've got so many things that you can see 
you've got your, your art festival going on at the same time in Tempe. Yeah, I know it's going to be a bitch getting in there, but you know what? That's what we talked about, public transportation. Okay? So, you know, the 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 uh, light rail gets off right near the hotel there, and which I happen to know is a hop, skip, and jump away from the Valley Art Theater. Yeah, so, yeah. so there's a lot of ways to get to the fest. Um, there's the light rail, which is probably just the best way, to be honest with you. We have a parking garage that Parkins Valley Art validates. It's um, one... I think the, let me look up the address, but I think it's 117 East 5th Street. Um, and you can park there, get it validated if there's room. During the day, you're going to have a hard time, but during the night, it'll be really easy. Yep, 117 East 5th Street. And then, here's the other thing. We got sponsored by Lyft. If you're a Lyft rider, all you have to do is use the discount code FSLIFTY14. And you get twenty five dollars off your ride. Wow. There you go. So again, giving you kicking the excuses away from you guys. <laughs> you guys wanna I watch mean, movies? I'm sure that the lift ride from California here. is a little bit longer, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're probably gonna wanna you know, definitely but you know, honestly if they, they yeah, you know, get to the hotel somewhere, um, they can find it, you know, more than likely they can get the lift from the hotel as well. So definitely, you know, going out and uh, it doesn't matter where you live, coming out. It's, it'd be a great weekend. I think it's going to be sunny. Uh, it'd be relatively cool. Honestly, it's the best time of the, of the year to be in Arizona. Um, yeah, the spring has all sorts of other issues, but the, the fall, this time, you know, in December, is just awesome. So you really cannot get any better than this. So and, and remember, you're right in the middle the of the art fest as well, so you have a lot to do. I know. There's so many things to do there. As I say, you know, get on the light rail, get down down to Tempe, and that way, you know, no matter what time, you know, you can get back on and and get home. So, uh, you know, it's easy transportation, easy peasy. You know, I've taken light rail myself, and I found it actually be a lot nicer because I don't have to worry about driving. I don't have to worry about the other drivers around me. So, <laughs> a lot less stress. There you go. That's cute. There you go. So, come on out and see, come out and see this really great films. And, of course, as, again, plan the time so that we can also enjoy the film, the not only the film festival, but also going outside and enjoying the art festival as well. So, Right. We're going to be, it's going to be crazy down in downtown Tempe. It will, but it'll be a great it time. Yeah, and I won't say anything about you actually in, you know, going up against something that I'm already doing that Saturday, so I won't even bring that up. But <laughs> we'll be in competition for a little while. That's uh, okay. But, you know. But you know, I say you know, if you if you're authors and you're going to be at the, at the author show, then afterwards, and you get on a light rail and and going out for the rest of the night, so it'd be a uh, you know rewarding thing to do uh, after a great day of selling books. So um, all my author friends who are going to be out this weekend again, this would be this would be a nice thing to do for yourself after you know spending all the time you know dealing with the uh, the sales and things like that and. 
I know it's just it's really stressful when you have to tell a lot of people who are clamoring to get your books and, and autographs. I know, such a hardship. So <laughs> afterwards, go to the film festival. Have yourself a good time. Anything you want to add? Um James? I would I would echo everything. <laughs> Everything that you just said, um, we're, we really look forward to seeing you guys out there. And, you know, we do this, we do this for you. We do it for the filmmakers. I mean, we do it for the audience and, and everyone who walks away loving the, loving the film. Uh, it'll be a great time, great conversation. We'll stick around. Great time uh, having to do this with the filmmakers. Well. Yes. So with that, I'm going to say good night, James. I so much thanks so much for coming on. I know the echo is an issue, and uh, and I will be uh, uh, trying a different route to see whether or not that uh, there's anything I can do on this end. Uh, otherwise, I'll be complaining. No, no, no worries. Thanks again. It was such a privilege. I'm sorry that the um, delay made my brain like only half functioning. Because when you hear yourself talk, it's really hard to have an original thought. Um, but again, um, it means a lot. Means a lot to the rest of the team. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good one. Thanks. You too. That was James, and again, Film Stock Film Festival. Uh, again, you guys really have no excuse not to come out. It's uh, going to be a wonderful weekend here in Tempe, Arizona, and uh, if you're from out of town, you know. Uh, again, you know, be careful of, of you know where you're parking, and whatnot, in Tempe, because again, there's a big festival going on at the same time. Uh, but I'd say that's that's a lot of really great things if you can get out and 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 you know if you're coming to from California or wherever, uh, it's a really it's just packed weekend for you guys downtown Tempe. So uh, lots of stuff to do. So with that, I'm going to say anything else we have business going on. Um, again, the Hey Girls Americana show is on the 17th of December. That's Wednesday. And then on Thursday, I didn't mention on the 18th, uh, 6.30 to 8.30, we have Creative Cult, Cult, Pop Culture Third Thursday. And I know I have to say that fast. Creative Pop Culture Third Thursday. And... Arizona, well, in Mesa, and that is, we're going to have, be doing a, a, a Christmas thing as well there, so it'll be a good time. So come on out for that, 6.30, that'll be at the Peace, uh, Queen's Pizzeria right downtown Mesa. Uh, 6.30 to 8.30, and I'm going to say that's enough for now. That's enough for now. Anyway, you guys got, again, Phoenix Fan Fest is going on uh, 12th, 13th, and 14th. That's not this weekend. That's next weekend. And uh, also this weekend going on, Glendale Jingle Bell Rockin' Nights on the 5th and 6th. And then the same weekend as Fan Fest on the 12th and 13th is Glendale's Winter Wonderland. So there's so many things to do uh, this month, and, and it's just it's crazy. So be careful out there, okay? And go out and have fun. Get out with, take your family and get out and have fun. With that, I'm going to say good night and hope we resolve this particular issue. And apparently, you can hear me crystal clear. Uh, and 
that's that's a shame because he has he had some really great things to say. Um, we'll try a different round next time and see whether or not that clears up because it's been two shows that that just happened. So, um, apologize for that, and we'll try to find out from Blog Talk how to remedy that situation. Thanks so much, and I'll be talking to you guys soon. This is KWAD Radio, and this is Patty Hellstrom signing out.